Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hi, everybody. This is Carol Topp, and welcome back to the Dollars and Cents show. Here is another episode of the Homeschool CPA podcast. And I hope you've been enjoying the recent episodes I've been doing where I interview homeschool leaders. Um, I've interviewed uh, three of them so far, and they have shared wonderful information about how they run their homeschool group, some of the challenges that they face. And I think uh, it was probably very helpful. I've gotten very good feedback on how helpful hearing from other leaders leading homeschool groups like you do has been encouraging, inspiring, and uh, maybe sometimes even a little convicting. Well, I've got a few more interviews lined up, but I thought I'd take a little break from that and share with you some other information of stuff that's been on my mind recently. So, in uh, the end of September 2018, I went to a conference for homeschool leaders put on by the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, HSLDA, and leaders from all over the country, actually all over the world. I roomed with um, a woman from Hungary, came together in uh, Baltimore, Maryland for four days of workshops and general sessions and a lot of networking and a lot of time uh, discussing homeschooling and um, the issues and questions and how the whole movement is going and where it's been and you know the challenges we face as homeschool and homeschool leaders hey and by the way if you're a homeschool leader you're welcome to come to this conference it's always held about the third or fourth week of september in 2019 it will be in the hills of north carolina at um, the retreat center called ridgecrest and they were there a couple years ago and it was a wonderful a kind of a retreat and you're in the beautiful mountains so you're welcome to come as a local homeschool leader matter of fact there were some local uh, leaders there as well as most people are from the state organizations but lots of folks just leading smaller uh, homeschool groups at the local level some of them are leading virtual groups you know facebook groups and some of them are leading co-ops or all kinds of all kinds of homeschool groups are represented there so you could think about that i'll put a link in my show notes and you can always find the show notes over at homeschoolcpa.com slash podcast or on the podcast's real page which is the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, which is a wonderful website full of all kinds of podcasts about homeschooling put on by homeschoolers. So you're bound to find other podcasts that you might find interesting there. But uh, while I was at the conference, I took a workshop um, on board governance. Um, in other words, how to run your nonprofit board or a team, right? And uh, put on by a man named Dan Busby. Now, I'm kind of a fangirl of Dan Busby. I've known of him for probably uh, more than 10 or 15 years. He's a, um, a former CPA, and he wrote um, well, a book that only CPAs would read called The Church and Nonprofit Tax Guide. And it's just been a very helpful guide for me to when I advise churches, um, which I don't do a whole lot, but I've been on church boards or nonprofits, like a lot of you are leading nonprofits. So I go introduce myself to Dan and say, I'm a CPA too. I knew you were. Uh, right now he is leading a large uh, nonprofit. He's been on the boards of many non- nonprofits and he's kind of a nonprofit consultant. And and it was just nice to chat with him a little bit, you know, kind of accountant to uh, accountant. And he, he, uh, 
end up giving me a book. He ended up giving me three books, and I look forward to reading each of them. But one in particular, he gave free to everybody in the room, and it was called Lessons from the Nonprofit Boardroom, 40 Insights for Better Board Meetings. And it was wonderful that he gave me that book because at the conference on two different days, two different people came up to me and said, Carol, we'd like to get some help on running our board meetings or better board effectiveness and things like that. So um, I'm doing my homework. Um, I'm reading the book that Dan Busby gave me, and I'm reading lots of other books. Matter of fact, I bought a copy of Robert's Rules of Orders. And uh, one thing that Dan shared, um, I want to share with you today, and maybe we'll do another workshop um, or podcast based on something else in his book. But he's got a chapter called, um, well, it's called Eliminate Hallway Whining, but that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about something he introduces in this book that I had not really heard of before. And it's a, it's a tip, it's a reminder to board members to think about the social styles in your board members. So the point is, if you understand the social styles of other board members, you'll make a better team and you'll understand how to work with each other better and and have a healthier organization and probably are happier board members and better meetings. All right. So uh, in the book, I had never heard of these social styles. Now, I've heard of all kinds of different kind of personality styles like Myers-Briggs or DISC, D-I-S-C, and things like that. I find them very interesting. Here's another one called social styles. And I ended up going to the website to learn more about it. The website that explains social styles is, well, socialstyle.com. Dot com no plural just socialstyle.com and what i learned there is that different people have a social style and you don't really have to take a test like myers briggs to reveal it it's pretty obvious to people around you how you behave and they, there are basically four social styles i'll put it on um, the show notes you can actually see a diagram of the four styles but it has to do with either how how much you tend toward being a controlling style or more emotive, emotional style. You, your style is also affected by where you fall on the spectrum of are you a person who asks or are you a person more who tells. And depending then where you fall at the intersection of those two, asking or telling and controlling or emotive, puts you in one of the four quadrants. Okay, And the four quadrants are analytical, driving, amiable and expressive so the analytical style and you can find out a whole lot more about this over at socialstyle.com again this analytical style this board member this person of your team appreciates communications that's very clear and very concise i have a tendency to be a little bit like that but i think i'm really more this second one who's pretty strong on the controlling (laughs) um, and less on the emotive uh, side of our styles and this is the driving style is a person just uh, just sticks to the facts please just give me your report stick to the facts i need facts to make a decision that's that's me to a t folks on the more emotive side and less less controlling is the amiable style they're a person who says hey you know get to know me and and they think the board meeting is there to socialize and the content and getting stuff done <laughs> what is driving people like uh, is less important to them And the expressive style is the other person who's more emotive and they want to listen to everyone's opinions. They, um, they, it's very important that they express their opinion and they have an opportunity to give feedback. So 
I'm going to read up more about this because right now I am on two different boards and they're both very large boards and I'm new, pretty new to one, only been on it for a few months. These are both nonprofits. And the other one I've been a part of for a long time, but we get new people every year and it's the start of our new year. We're like a school year, like, like your homeschool groups. And so I think what this social style is going to help me understand is how I need to relate to different people on the board and understand myself better. You know, being a person who's a driving style, I, I like to stick to the facts. And, and I have a, a chairman, I'm the treasurer of a board, right? I'm a CPA. I'm usually the treasurer. <laughs> um, but I'm working right now with a, with a chairman, um, a wonderful woman whose name is Anne, and she is not like me <laughs> at all. As a matter of fact, she falls somewhere between the amiable or the expressive style. I think she's the amiable style. Uh, which means she's much more emotive and less controlling of people. And we had we didn't really have a, a conflict, but we had a differing of opinion. And and I uh, realized that she she just she doesn't think like me. She doesn't respond like me. We had made a decision. You know, me being the controlling type, I'm like, good. I got all the facts. Let's make a decision. Go for it. Well, then she's emailing me after the meeting about. Oh, do we want to consider people who want this? Or do we want to consider people who want that? And I'm like, no, we made a decision. Let's go with it. <laughs> right? That's me, right? I'm the driving person. She's the more amiable person. She wants to please people. And and uh, so we're having this email exchange. And we saw each other. Uh, we go to the same church. And so I saw each other in church on Sunday. And I, and I went up to her and I said, Anne, I learned something about myself. And I learned something about you. I learned that you are a person who cares very much about people and their feelings. And I appreciate that in you. And boy, she got like teary eyed and, and, uh, and, and she thanked me for, for saying that. You see what, what I learned, and I'm going to keep learning more by visiting this website, social style is how to deal with people who have this very different style for me, this Amy Bill style. And here's a little, um, graphic image they had but basically six tips for dealing my dealing with Anne the chairman the person I work with most closely I need to approach conflict carefully and I need to have the issue private so private email exchange was okay but my going to her in person on Sunday morning really meant a lot to her Um, I need to get to know them now I know her a little bit but I think I'm gonna email her and say let's have lunch just you and me I, I need to get to know you. What are your What are your goals for this nonprofit that you chair? What's difficult for you? She said something to me very briefly. She said, I, f- I have found this much more difficult than I ever thought. See, that's her emotion speaking, right? And, um, and I'm going to try to see what I can do to help her. Maybe some tips from this book I've been reading on lessons from the boardroom. What I need to do is to consider her perspective and to draw out her opinion. So I won't change Anne. <laughs> I can change myself and I can change how I relate to her in order for the betterment of the nonprofit of, of the board's meetings. Does that make sense? And I thought that might be helpful. True life story. I am trying to learn the styles of other people on the other board because um, I also have to learn what my style is. Again, I said I was very driving. I have to learn sometimes to be less telling <laughs> and be more asking. And that would help me build rapport and and have a better working relationship with other people. 
So kudos to HSLDA for putting on that workshop about board governance. And thank you to Dan Busby for writing the book Lessons from the Nonprofit Boardroom. I'll probably be sharing more of those as I go along. And, you know, go go look up socialstyle.com and maybe talk a little bit about it with your board members. Maybe they'll all identify themselves. Wouldn't that be a fun exercise? You know, explain the different styles and then say, which one are you? Oh, and then it'll be like, oh, no wonder you, you know, bristle when I do this. Or no wonder you're this way. And when you understand each other better, you know what? It makes your life better. It means you can sometimes temper how you approach things. Um, or meetings and it means ultimately the the success of your board which means the success of your homeschool group which means ultimately the success of homeschooling because that's ultimately what you're about you're about helping those parents to educate their children and build great parental child relationships in your group so thank you dear leaders for what you do i hope this little podcast about the social styles was helpful and interesting and, uh, you know, join us on the Facebook group. I am a homeschool group leader. If you want to, I'll post something for every podcast I do. And you can you can talk about what your social style is there. And uh, it might be interesting. It might be really interesting if you poll your board. I'd like to see what happens. So take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.